Welcome to Reading Books with the Matthews. Today we are going to be continuing Future Friends by David Baddiel. I will now hand over to my granny to read. Chapter 5 Basic Regulation Pip's mum and dad were scientists. They had once worked for the city government trying to create inventions to help with the heat and the flooding and the viruses. But in the last few years, the city government had given up on that. Now they spent the bulk of their money just redesigning buildings so that people could live their entire life indoors. The buildings had become taller and taller and everything the people who lived in them needed was delivered by drones, which buzzed constantly round the high windows, dropping their packages off into chutes that tunnelled straight into every house unit. But Pip's mum and dad hadn't given up on inventing, they just did their work by themselves, which was why they were running out of crypto coin, researching and experimenting at home. Both of them still thought there was a way to make the outside world better, even though there wasn't much sign of that when you looked out of the window. On the day Pip was having her history lesson, Pip's mum and her dad, Ivan at 256x hashtag yy.3 underscore 7 were in the lab space. It was actually just the spare space in their house unit, but since no one ever came to stay, her parents had put all their science equipment in there. Sometimes the space went very dark and then through a small round window in the lab space door you could see lots of lights twinkling on and off. Recently Pip had noticed and noticed again as she came into the main space having finished her lesson that her parents would go in there and not come out for hours which was why Pip too had been doing so much of the housework. Oh my days, what even is this? asked Squeezy Paws. It's a Kitterbeef, product 67. Pip, in the main space, looked over to the food space. Squeaky Paws was sitting by her bowl, staring up at Pip too. Kitterbeef, product 67, tastes like kitty litter that I've weed and pooed on. I like kitty chunks. Oh dear, said Pip to Blinkin, I'm afraid I have run a search through every available cat food and Kitterbeef Product 67 is the foodstuff recommended for a cat of your size. It isn't made of, isn't even made of real cows, said Squeezy Paws, sniffing her bowl unhappily. Of course not, shouted Dag from his cube. The cow is Chancellor of the Exchequer now, and a very good one she is too, in my opinion. Yes, okay, said Squeezy Paws, but meanwhile, you know I hate it. Pip too shook her head at the cat. I do not know that. You have never told me. Meow, said Squeezy Paws, which is sometimes still said, although always in a deadpan way, like someone saying something they don't really mean. I must have told the real one then. At 
this Pip 2 made a face. It seemed to Pip, looking through from the other room, like an angry face. This confused and concerned her. She knew that one of the most basic rules written into Pip 2's core software was that a robo-clone never reacts angrily to anything said to it by a living creature. Pip came through to the food space. She bent down to, bent down to the cat. Please don't call me the real one in front of Pip 2, she whispered, glancing at Pip 2. I don't think she likes it. Squeezy Paws looked up at Pip 2. Hmm, I guess it doesn't look good. I, best, I guess it doesn't look kind of upset. It, oh, sorry, I'll read that again. Squeezy Paws looked up at Pip 2. Hmm, I guess it does look kind of upset. Shh, said Pip. But yes, you did tell me about your food. And I said you should eat Kitterby Product 67. Stop trying to trick Pip too. Suddenly there was a loud bang from inside the lab. Pip looked over. What's going on? She said. It's okay, shouted Ivan. Everything's fine, shouted Nina. But then they started to do a lot of coughing and the small round window went black. Pip too immediately ran over, ran over with a cloth and reached up to try to clean it, which was a bit silly because A, it wasn't dirt, it was smoke, and B, all the smoke was on the other side of the window. But Pip too was a robo-clone that needed upgrading. Mum! Dad! shouted Pip, trying to see past Pip too. You are not allowed in the lab space, said Pip 2, pushing her away. I know that, but Pip 2 pushed her again, quite roughly. Once more, Pip thought that was really odd. Anger against humans was prohibited for a robo-clone, and of course, violence even more so. Pip tapped her G-glasses to try to mind-link with Pip 2, so she could figure out what was going on with the robo-clone. But just then, the lab space door opened and a huge cloud of black smoke billowed out. Pip's mum and dad stumbled into the main space, coughing and spluttering. Everything went dark. Pip, where are you? shouted her mum. Here, shouted Pip. Okay, she said, I've got you. Come this way, shouted her dad. Don't worry, we'll just go and sit in another space and wait for the smoke to clear. Where will it go? Out of the window? asked Nina. Obviously not. We're not allowed to open them. Up the ventilation shafts. Meanwhile, let's get the pets and lock ourselves in our pod space. Scrabbling in the smoke, they made their way out of the main space and into Nina and Ivan's pod space and shut the door. Okay, good. Everyone here, Dag? Yes? Squeezy paws? Meow. Pip? I've got Pip, said Nina, who was still holding her hand. Yes, I'm here, said Pip. And Nina and Ivan were reassured because it certainly sounded like Pip. And that's all for today. Come back another week to complete the rest of the chapters. Thank you and goodbye.